So today on Mark My Words, I have a guest that I have known for a few years now, thanks to Twitter and the blogging community. A lot has changed in uh, both of our worlds since then, since the humble beginnings of our blogs, which uh, Bob Hagley here, who I finally, right before we hit record, now knows the proper pronunciation of his name. And he's a man who is all about personal finance, and he's the frugal fellow that everybody, or at least a lot of people in the blogging community know him as. He's a man who's never seen a penny that he didn't want to save, and he is with me today. Welcome to Mark My Words, Bob. How you doing? Doing, doing really well. Thanks for the uh, intro. That was really good. <laughs> uh, that's uh, I think these things up like at least five, six hours in advance. I'm like, how am I going to be creative and introduce this person, make them feel good? Yeah, and that was if, really good. <laughs> thanks. And if you're watching, Bob is also holding his mic like it's the 1960s or 70s, and I love it. And uh, it's like you're Howard Cosell or something. So I, I was, I was going to say like a rock star, but you know. Okay, we can do rock star. I mean, Howard Cassell, some people, you know, they really like him. So I can dig uh, going with the rock star. It's a little cooler, I guess. But uh, today, I wanted to bring you on, not only to talk about all the awesome stuff that you're doing, and I know you have something going on that you're trying to transition a little bit I don't want to say away from the finance and frugal writing that you do, because I know how passionate you are, but with the pandemic going on, I know much like you have been doing, you're always thinking and trying to find other things to do with, I guess you're doing graphic design now. I have your LinkedIn page pulled up, but uh, before we get into all of this, Let's talk a little bit about the moment that you decided that you wanted a little more out of your life because you're working in corporate America just like a lot of us. And what was the point where you said, hey, I think I want to take this in another direction. I want to do something that's representative of me. Um, well, that was that was a really long time uh, in the making, actually, because um, I was working in healthcare IT for um, you know almost nine years, and uh, you know um, I I went to a private university, which is obviously very expensive, uh, especially because I didn't get you know very extensive. I got some financial aid and. But not I, I got nothing close to like a full ride or anything like that. So uh, when I went to school, you know, I need I I know knew that I needed to have you know a, a job that would pay me well and everything like that. So I went into um, IT as my major, and I ended up working in IT. And uh, so I did you know I did earn you know a good you know pretty good stable income. Um, but then in uh, I guess I think it was twenty I can't remember if it was twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen, but I know it was in, and it was in the summer. Um, I finished paying off my student loan. So that was a big part of it because um, I knew that I needed a job that would allow me to get out of debt, which I did. Um, 
So I you know, was able to complete completely pay off my student loans. So obviously that was a huge part of it. And um, really uh, the years leading up to that, I had been really kind of unhappy um, with just that lifestyle. I knew I wanted to do something where I had a little bit more freedom, a little bit, you know, a little bit more, um, I don't want to say creativity because I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm not the most creative person, but just have more uh, freedom and flexibility uh, to be able to do what I wanted to do rather than, you know, have work for somebody else and have them tell me what to do. Um, so I, I'd been pretty unhappy with it for a while. And then um, basically um, I was just in a situation where I, I took another job because uh, at this job I wanted to, well, I wanted to, as I said, I wanted to do something where I felt like I had more creativity or not, again, not creativity, but more flexibility to kind of do something, uh, work on something that was um, not just like maintaining the status quo, which is kind of like the jobs that I had. Uh, so I want to do something that was a little bit, um, like I said, creating something. Um, so I was kind of doing that, but the job wasn't really the way that I wasn't really what I expected it to be. And, um, I just wasn't getting as much guidance as I'd gotten in, in previous jobs, I feel like. And, um, I know it just gotten to, it got to the point where, um, I, I, I like to say that it was like a game of chicken because, um, in those jobs, it's like, you can't, I, I don't know that they have like a lot of liberty to be able to fire people necessarily, especially um, for just performance. Like I didn't do anything bad, uh, but the job was not going well. And I, you know, just things were not going very well with it. So I, I just decided to leave because I was like, I don't have any, you know, debt anymore and I'm not happy here. And it's like, they're not happy with me apparently. So um, I'm just going to leave anyway. Um, so the only thing about it that was, didn't go as well as I wanted it to is, I didn't have like as much savings as I wanted to. I didn't have my freelance career or anything like that built up as much as I wanted to. But you know what? I just, I like said, I had no debt. So I was like, I'm just going to leave because you know, this isn't what I want to be doing anyway. So I may as well just get out of here. And uh, that's what I did. And I remember that era. And I know before you did make that transition, you were already building up the frugal fellow and building up your uh, reputation. And uh, I'd be curious to know, I know that, or at least my impression is you paying off your debts was an inspiration for this, but was there ever a time where you envisioned creating or, you know, giving people financial advice? Cause you're like really good at it. Uh, well, yeah, actually, I think I, I think I do. I think I have talked about that, like on my bot page and, and, and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was that was kind of like the inspiration. Actually, the, so the other thing about it is that um, when I was um, in school, I started out as an English major because I, I actually liked writing. I mean, just to give you one example. You know, I, I, I took Spanish in school. And I took Spanish for two years in high school and then two semesters in college. Um, and, uh, you know, I was always not, not great at like the listening and speaking part of it or yeah, the listening and speaking part of it. Um, I was just like my, I guess like my comprehension just like wasn't fast enough. Like I always feel like when people are speaking Spanish, they're always speaking really fast. Um, so I, I struggled with that, but then the writing part with it, like I did so much better on the writing part, like writing, I was just kind of came naturally to me and like, even in Spanish, I was better at writing 
than I was in, in, in speaking it. So um, writing is just always something that's kind of come naturally to me. And so like I said, I started out as an English major, but again, as I said earlier, I switched to IT because I was like, I need to make money right out of the gate so I can work on this debt that I have. Because, you know, I come from a middle-class family and not that we're like poor or anything, but I wasn't, like my parents said, completely pay for all of my college they, they helped me they did help me with it but they didn't like pay my whole tuition or anything like that so it was like i had to pay for this and so um yeah so i, I switched to it because of that but then you know because i had so much debt i was like i'm gonna bring the two together and i'm gonna try to inform people like hey you know maybe don't take on almost six figures of student loan debt because that's you know I, I basically if i had done it differently and like gone to a community college or applied to more state schools because I applied to a state one state school that I did not get into and that was kind of like I didn't have much of a backup plan so that was part of it too but uh yeah just to like tell people you know you gotta you gotta you gotta like you know do things right from the beginning basically which I didn't I didn't understand at the time so like I said I really enjoyed writing and I I wanted to be able to help people uh, make better money choices because my money choices when I was younger were not the best and so I figured yeah why not just bring those two together. It's something that um, I think is really useful. A lot of people need uh, help uh, managing their money and, and things like that. Like I said, I know I did. So um, yeah, I just thought I'd bring them the two together. So if you could go back, what would you do differently with your money and savings? Well, um, savings, like I, you know, I, 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 the reason I give my blog the name that it has is because um, you know, I've always been naturally frugal. Like I don't, I'm not somebody, you know, I see these memes, you know, where people are like, oh, I went into Target and I didn't get out of there for like three hours or something like that. Yeah. But me, I'm like, I'm like a get in, get out type of person. Like I'm, I don't, I don't go on shopping sprees. I don't have like the temptation. And I mean, whatever, we all have our, our quirks, but that's never been a thing for me. I don't, I don't get like tempted to spend a whole bunch of money. So, um, yeah, I've always just been kind of like naturally frugal. So, um, but, but again, I mean, it's really just the college thing. And like, I would say, and I've talked about this in some articles I've written where I think there does, there should be a little bit more and it, it is starting to happen, but more like financial literacy, um, you know, that being taught to younger uh, people more because I didn't even know about all these scholarships. I mean, there were scholarships I could have applied for. The one I like to talk about it all the time is like the whole, there's like a, a golf caddy scholarship. Like it's a full scholarship. I talk about this all the time. Cause I like did, I had no idea this existed. And like, granted it's a pretty selective thing. So even if I applied for it, like I probably wouldn't have gotten it, but just finding that out after the fact that there's a, uh, you know, there's the scholarship and it's also a very rigorous, rigorous process. You have to have like all these recommendations. So I'm not trying to downplay it or anything, but, just like, I feel like I could have done that if I had put in like the effort and whatnot. Cause there's other things like, you know, my roommate was like in the military and like, that's not my thing. Like I couldn't have done that, but I was like the golf getting one, like I probably could have tried it. So my point being is that I think I didn't um, know enough about kind of all the different scholarships and, and all, all the different opportunities that were out there. And I think there should be more of that but yeah i definitely would have like applied for more of the scholarships and like i said applied for more state schools i also i didn't even really consider community college like i would have at least considered it maybe so um because like i said you know the thing about it was all i have three sisters they all went to the same state school so i was like just going to go to that school and so i just didn't have much of a backup plan like i said so yeah 
So having more of a backup plan in terms of college and then just researching more of the scholarships and, and you know, like basically trying to get as much help as I can because um, having that debt, like I said, it does set you back several years, which then, you know, it's harder to invest and things like that. So yeah, like I said, just having more of that knowledge um, from the get-go um, would have been very helpful. You know, everything you're saying here reminds me of something that I just discovered in recent years where I didn't know, and I wish I would have known years ago, that they actually have scholarships for people born with like a cleft lip and palate, which was me. And I didn't know that. I'm like, oh, I wish I would have known that. That would have saved me a lot of money. Maybe I still wouldn't be paying my student loans off. And I feel like now I'm not even near the six figures that you're at. I'm way, way lower. I think I just, I had more like just setbacks in life where I was like, okay, I'm going to defer for a while, going to put this off. So now I'm kind of like continuing on with paying. But yeah, it's very important. If there's anything unique to you at all to research that and find out if there is a student loan. Yeah, as I said, I feel like, you know, it's it's not guaranteed. I mean, even if you apply for some of those things, it's not, not like you're going to get them. But just to, like, know after we're like, I didn't even try. I think that's the part about it that kind of frustrates me, knowing, like, I didn't even attempt to do this. And it's could have been something that could have potentially helped me a lot. And I didn't even attempt it. So that's that's the kind of the part that, that frustrated me about it. Well, that's, I mean, I think the not knowing was what frustrated me because it was something that, was literally right under my nose that I probably could research and check it out. And once I learned about it, it's like, oh man, that's that's a big loss right there. But uh, yeah, that's uh, very good advice. And uh, so let's talk about, so you had all this debt that you wound up paying off the frugal fellow is kind of like, I'm sure, born or being thought about in your head over the course of time. And uh, really, I just want to find out if you had, like, what was basically the lifestyle changes that you made in order to get that mountain overcome? Like, how'd you, how'd you conquer all that debt? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, I will, I will say I was very, very lucky. Like I, I should start out, start with that. But I talk about the one thing, cause I've been kind of refining the concept of my blog for a while now. Um, and kind of the way that I'm, I'm my, my new, uh, kind of focus that I'm going with is, um, obviously frugality, but also, um, um, saving money in kind of the most efficient way. Because, um, you know, we're all busy. We all have, you know, a lot of things going on. So you, the whole thing with like, you know, clipping coupons or whatever, you know, where there are these like little kind of things. I mean, nothing, not there's anything wrong with that. But my, my approach now is the top down approach, as I'm calling it, or some people talk about the big three. Um, so fo- focusing on those big expenses first um, and kind of working your way down rather than people have a tendency to, to start at the bottom. And that's just not the most efficient way to do it. 
Um, so, and the reason I mentioned that is because that's really what I did. I mean, uh, and, and this is also why I say I was lucky because I lived with my parents for like four years, I believe, after, after school, after college. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't charge me rent. So, I mean, that was, that's why I say I was lucky. And actually, you know, I got like a lot of meals even. So, uh, you know, just those big expenses. Um, so it's, it's, um, housing, transportation, and food. Now I did have a car payment for a while there. Um, I had my own car um, and I was doing payments, but I did pay my car off early. And in fact, um, I remember this. Now, I, I don't know how common this is because I'm not an expert on auto financing, but um, I know that I was not able to pay more than the minimum payment on my car. I wanted to pay more than my minimum, what my regular monthly payment is. And for whatever reason, uh, it, it was through Wells Fargo, they wouldn't let me pay more than the minimum, but I could pay it in a lump sum. Don't ask me why they do that. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand why they did that, but I did that too. I, I saved up, it was like $10,000. So I saved that up uh, and then paid off my car loan. So I had no uh, transfer, you know, other than gas at the time, I had no transportation costs either. Um, so yeah, I was able to knock out my transportation costs and my housing costs and then having a decent salary, um, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So knocking out those big expenses for me, I mean, I think that's something that, I mean, it's hard. Obviously, it's hard too because, you know, um, obviously most people can't live in a rent-free situation all the time and that's like not an easy thing to do. But if you can come up with ways like really like, you know, even if it's like moving into a smaller house or something like that. Uh, but yeah, really just focusing on those big three expenses or top down as I call it. Um, that was really the, the key for me, plus having a decent salary. And this is obviously a lifestyle that you've continued to to live by. Like this is kind of like a big part of your code. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it is. Um, well, actually, so I, um, I, I, you know, I don't live with my parents anymore. <laughs> well, not that uh, part. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. But what I was going to say is I don't live with them anymore. However, well, I, so I, I've, I've moved around a little bit. Um, I moved out when I was uh, 26 um, and it's been uh, five, actually almost six years now, actually. Um, so I've moved around a little bit since then. And actually when I uh, first moved out, I was living, I was actually living with roommates um, and it wasn't the best uh, experience for me. It wasn't terrible. I mean, so, you know, but it could have been better. So then after that, I was like, I just wanted to live alone for a little while. So I lived alone uh, for like three or four years. Um, but now I'm living with roommates again. So that's why I was like, I am actually going back to that because I'm not in a place where I can live rent free necessarily. But my rent is half of what it was um, at the time. So it saved me like over $600 a month. So um, that's why I say like, you know, people talk about the, there's like the whole, like, you know, skip the latte or whatever thing, but it's like really that adds up to maybe like, I don't know, a hundred bucks a month or what, like it's not that much money. Right. Yeah. So, you know, compared to cutting my rent by over $600 a month, like that really makes a huge difference. So I am still trying to focus on, on those and I'm still trying to work on right now. I'm actually leasing a car, but it's kind of, that's another long story. But uh, I do want to eventually, hopefully, knock out the car payment because I'm doing that again. Um, so I, I am wanting to address that as well. So my rent is a lot lower than it was before, and hopefully I can get my car payment down too. Well, speaking of your living situation, the one thing that really impressed me when you know just following your story was when you said, you know what, 
I'm going to work on my blogging and writing career. I'm putting my corporate job behind me for a while. And uh, you just, you went off and really did something I would love to do. And uh, talk about that experience a little bit and kind of like where you're at now. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it was, uh, it was not easy because like I said, I did not have as much of a plan in place as I wanted to, uh, as I, as I kind of, um, you know, in a perfect world, uh, imagined that I would, um, but the, the, the real world is not, is not a perfect world. And so things did not go as well as I, like I said, as well as I would have liked them to go. Uh, so, you know, because I, I was trying to get into freelance writing and I had, I don't think I had any regular clients at that point. I mean, I was like, getting into um yeah, i was like looking at job boards and stuff like that but i didn't have like these big name corporate clients that some people have and, and all that so you know it was, it was definitely not easy um i uh actually you know so i've gone to to fincon which i don't know how many of your, your viewers know fincon um but i've gone to fincon twice now and the first time i, I went to fincon which is the fin financial blogger conference um i the first time i went you know it's it's really um it's kind of like partially socializing partially like connecting brands with uh i don't want to say influencers because that's kind of a loaded term for a lot of people but um you know bloggers and podcasters and and things like that um but the first time i went like i didn't really talk to any of them like i, I honestly like don't think i even gave out any business cards uh, but the second time i went which is this past um september i talked to a lot more of them so i was able to get some clients but for me, it hasn't been like super um, consistent. I mean, that's sort of the nature of freelancing in a way. But for me, it hasn't been very um, consistent. And because of the pandemic situation, um, I, you know, that has kind of all fallen off. So now I'm trying to do some different things. Um, a blog is making is bringing in a little bit of revenue, but you know, it's not like full time. Like you hear all these stories about full time bloggers, but mine is not doing that. Um, I still don't know if there's some magical formula that I haven't cracked yet. I don't really know. I'm, I'm still working on that. Uh, but the other thing that I'm doing, which I'm, I think I mentioned uh, to you earlier, was that I'm starting to do uh, web design. So um, that's, uh, yeah, I'm, we actually just finished our first, uh, or we're wrapping up, I should say, our first uh, project for that. So it kind of seems to be going better. I mean, it really helps to work with another person, even though, you know, I, initially I was like, oh, I'm going to strike out on my own kind of thing. But it really helps having another person to kind of like keep you accountable and, you know, bounce ideas off each other. And she's kind of better at the, um, I feel like the, the client relations side of things more than me. So, um, yeah, I mean, it just helps having people with different strengths and stuff. But that's where I am right now because, um, like I said, freelancing hasn't really been very consistent for me. And right now I don't have really any regular clients. So um, kind of hoping that picks up. Still doing the blog, obviously. Um, I will still keep going with that. Uh, but, yeah, those are kind of my two main things right now. So are you still just uh, without a corporate job? Are you managing to hold up uh, just doing what you're doing? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing. I mean, so the the unfortunate thing is like I've been burning through a lot of my savings. So I'm like not. I mean, it's um, it's obviously like not the best situation right now. But um, I guess the thing about it is, and the thing I keep thinking about is like, yeah, it's either you know, it's not like I said, it's not ideal to be like using up my savings and stuff. But it's like it's either that or 
I go back to that lifestyle, which like the thing about it was, is like, it was really taking a very serious toll on my mental health. And that's the part about it that I think is um, a hurdle that's too high, high to clear, so to speak. I mean, uh, I was getting so stressed out and it was like, it was actually affect, like it was like affecting my driving. Like I like gotten a couple of like, not serious car accidents, but like a couple of like fender benders, but like literally it was because I was so stressed out that it was like impairing even my ability to drive. I'm like, this is not good. I like, this is not the lifestyle for me. Cause I think, I mean, everybody has stress, but I don't think it takes that much of a toll on other people as it does on me because I don't know. It's just like, wasn't the right lifestyle for me. I don't think so. You know, it's, it's still, it's still a struggle right now. But like I said, having the having another person I'm working with, I think, is a really huge thing. And if this is any indication, I mean, we just started and we already have like one client, so I feel pretty good about it. I mean, hoping it picks up. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, don't have a full time job anymore because it. Try not to go back to it, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and you know, this is one thing that I want people to learn from my podcast. Here you are. You're a guy who found a passion, you're following it, and although there's been ups and downs with it, you're still holding up, there is no regret, you're, or at least I shouldn't, I guess I shouldn't answer that part, but it sounds like you don't have any regret. Well, so here's the thing, um, people talk about like self-employment and entrepreneurship being like really scary. And um, I guess what it is, I mean, the thing about it is like some people really um, value like consistency and stability and that like kind of makes them like more grounded, but I'm kind of the opposite because even though things have been a bit, little bit of a struggle, like I said, um, I'm still nowhere near the level of stress that I was when I was working in a corporate environment. And to me, that's, that's all I need to know. The fact that I'm like nowhere near as stressed as I was, I mean, that to me just says right there, like, it's just, that wasn't the right lifestyle for me and and for some people it is but i just couldn't do it anymore so yeah yeah that's that's the thing about corporate america i feel like everybody eventually finds like that role that they're good at or they at least fit into they may not be passionate about it but they do it anyway and i know for me I actually found that I really liked being a manager. I did it for like four years. But once I was out of it, I had to start over and saw how much more relaxed and how much better my mental health was, even though I really did enjoy managing and making those connections with people. And I would at least consider it if I was put in that position again. But... I personally can speak and vouch for what you're saying because I've had moments over the past few years where I have worked from home and that's it. Like I had maybe a lull in employment and it's amazing. Like if, if I could, if one of my projects could take off a little more, I would definitely say bye-bye to corporate America. I, I just can't do it at this point. And it's, Everybody's situation is different, and I think it's amazing, you know, you, you put yourself in a situation where you could live a life that you could feel happy with, and I think that's something that I want people to learn, among many other things. I want them to learn that something like that is 
possible. You can do it. And you have proven it just by showing incredible discipline with your finances and everything else. You've something to say. Yeah, well, the the unfortunate thing is, you know, I'm not anywhere close to um, financial independence, which, you know, a lot of the people you hear on these, you know, podcast interviews and whatnot, um, they are financially independent. Uh, I'm not anywhere near that. But um, I mean, obviously, like, I think um, one of the main reasons I'm not is because of all that debt that I had. Um, and I could have done things. So that's what another thing is like, I could have done things a little bit better because I didn't really invest very much at all. I was so hyper-focused on the debt, which is good, but it also means that I wasn't investing and um, earning those uh, investment returns. Um, so like I said, because of that, like I'm nowhere near financial independence. Um, so I think the story would be a little more inspiring if I was like already financially independent, but it was because of that debt and also the fact that I was like so focused on that. So it's not, that's another thing that I, that I do, uh, I should mention is that, you know, getting your debt paid off is good, but, but you shouldn't completely ignore investing because I think I would have been in a better position if I was like at least investing a little bit more than I was early on. Well, I personally just find it inspiring because even though you may not be like a gajillionaire or anything, you're still living the life you want to live and you're building something for you. And I definitely hope that people, anybody who listens can get value out of that because I feel like your personal happiness is very valuable and uh, I think if you're personally much happier than you were in some of the corporate roles you had, I mean, that's a big win. Yeah, yeah, I definitely am and that's, yeah, I mean, I obviously agree with that. Hopefully, I'm just hoping the financial part of it, you know, kind of starts to take off a little more but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, definitely a lot happier uh, doing what I am now. So, Well, you talk about investing. What are some of your ideas for investing? Uh, you know, I, I, the thing about, um, the thing about investing, um, I like to, <laughs> I like to do a, a kiss approach, you know, keep it simple, stupid. Um, I don't like to overcomplicate things. Um, so, you know, I, I literally just, um, so for a while there, I was like literally just like, um, uh, you know, I, th- I think it was in like, not, well, I was somewhat in VTSAX and then Fidelity's equivalent of VTSAX. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, those are just total stock market index funds. So you're basically just buying a tiny piece of the entire publicly traded stock market. Um, but I am trying to do things a little bit differently now. I've tried some different, I have tried some different um, kind of strategies, but I think, I think the one that really for me, um, um, I think is good in terms of um, optimizing your, your risk and reward is, is kind of, obviously, you know, the majority of it will be domestic uh, U.S. stocks. Um, so basically like a total stock market index fund for that. And then a, a total bond market uh, index fund. Uh, so, you know, you're buying all of the shares of the, or un- shares of the entire bond market. And then also like an international uh, index fund as well. So like the, the domestic, uh, you know, um, uh, index fund, stock market index fund would be the majority of it. Um, so maybe doing like a, like an 80, 10, 10, kind of th- that sort of allocation, something like that. Um, but basically, uh, I don't like to overcomplicate things. Like I said, I, I, I do not do any like stock picking, trying to time the market. Like my whole thing is like, I might, you know, try to try some different strategies here and there. 
but generally it's like you want to just kind of set it and forget it, like pick something that you think is um, good. And because the thing about investing is um, there are day traders and there are like dividend stocks and things like that. Uh, but generally speaking, uh, investing is a long game. You know, you should have like a 20 to 30, 20 to 30 year time horizon on it. And so I'm tr- I try to just like pick something that works for me and kind of just stick with it and, and don't touch it because I, I don't know if you've heard this, like there was like some study done that showed like of like different stock portfolios and like the best ones, the ones that had fared the best were like attached to people who had died because they'd never been touched. Right. So it's like, I like to remember things like that. It's like, you really can't overthinking it is, is just always a bad idea. So you can't overthink it. Just pick something that works for you and kind of stick to it. So that's what I'm trying to do. Well, hopefully you get to enjoy your investments before you die. So let's uh, put that yeah. one right out there. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that, that is true, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. But uh, yeah, I, as somebody who knows pretty much nothing about investing or the stock market, other than the fact that I know when it's doing well and it's doing bad, I will say that I like your approach and I know that when I get to a point, that same point, I definitely think that's an approach I'm going to take. And I feel like if, just my personal opinion, if you don't know that much about the stock market, then I agree with the keeping it simple. And uh, you clearly know more than me. But uh, Yeah, well, the other thing too is is that, like like I said, I mean, um, uh, when you're trying to time the market and do all the stock being is picking and stuff like that. I think, I mean, that's really stressful for a lot of people too. So if it's like, if you're getting stressed out about it, I mean, uh, there are, there are graphs out there that show that the stock market always has always gone up. I mean, it's gone up and down, but the, the general trend over the past like hundred years is still positive, even after the great depression, even after the great recession and even the things we're about to go through now, I'm sure it still goes up on, on, on average. So just picking something that works and just like keeping it there is always the best, um, most reliable strategy. Well, speaking of right now and strategy, what kind of, we know about the, the graphic design that you're doing. And as far as I know, following you on social media, I know you do a lot of little, uh, odd jobs on the side to make money and we can talk about that a little bit and i know i'm actually looking at one piece that you wrote to that effect but uh what is your uh, strategy moving forward with uh, your career uh well like i said yeah i mean the it kind of really depends because i'm trying to see if, the, the issue with it is that, you know, it's hard to predict things because it's like, if something takes off, I'm just going to roll, I'm just going to run with it. Uh, you know, but really, I mean, right now, the one that I'm kind of um, hoping, or I feel like has the most potential, at least in the short run, is is the web design, which we're, which we're doing. Um, so I'm going to keep doing that. And, um, you know, I, I like I said, I'm going to keep doing my blog. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to keep doing that on the side, basically. And, yeah, I mean, the only, really the only other thing that I do um, regularly is, is a rover, but I mean, that um, that doesn't really pay that much money. <laughs> I mean, I, I mostly do it because I just like dog, like I'm a huge dog person. Um, I, I get paid a little bit, but it's not like whatever. I just think the hanging out with dogs part is honestly the best part of it. So, um, 
yeah, I mean, really, it's just I'm I'm hoping that the web design thing that 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 does really well for us, and um, there's some other things that we have going like um, so with the person I'm working on the web design with, we have another website that we're working on, which is like. Um, it's like focused on entrepreneurship and investing. So it's sort of like investing for entrepreneurs and just like managing business and things like that. So we have that website, um, but we kind of like, uh, we're still, we still have it, but it's kind of like we're trying to do something that brings in money kind of more regularly. And given that we already have one client already have one paying client. I mean that, like I said, that's a really good sign. Cause we just started doing this like a month ago. Um, so yeah, like I said, I mean, the web design is kind of the main thing. And then, We'll see what else takes off. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to predict. So what what role do you play in the graphic design company that you are a part of? Like I said, it's um, web design, not not graphic design. And so Sorry. the reason I say that is because we're, well, just because, I mean, it's obviously it is a different thing because we're building websites for people. So I do, I tend to focus more on like the technical stuff. Um, that kind of tends to be, I mean, we do, we both do everything, but I have, the, the technical side is kind of more my forte, I guess. Um, kind of like setting up the back end, back, back end with like plugins and things like that. And you know, the, the nice thing about it too, I should say, is that um, the, one of the reasons we started doing this is because uh, we met actually here in, in Raleigh and um, we both had personal finance blogs at the time that were like kind of not necessarily like you know, they were, you know, we weren't making like full-time income from it. So we kind of just decided to team up and kind of like do things together. So the, the, the cool thing is that, you know, you can just build websites with, with WordPress. I mean, you don't have to, like, it doesn't even matter what, what kind of website it, it is. It doesn't have to be a blog. It can be an e-commerce site. It can be a, you know, photographer's portfolio. Like WordPress is extremely um, versatile. It can do all of that. All of that. So um, so yeah, I mean, we're just using WordPress cause we both had experience working with it already. So we're just using WordPress to build websites and, um, you know, there's like a lot of demand for it, I think. So, um, but, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm doing a little bit more of the technical stuff, but we're both doing that. And, uh, yeah. I think I actually understand what you're doing now. Cause I have an old friend who contacted me last year who wanted to do something similar and I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. So, and it has nothing to do with the idea. I just have like, I guess I spend up to like three or four hours just commuting to and from work every day. Like, I just don't have enough time in the day. But my understanding, and you have something to say. Go ahead. Well, I was just it's funny that you mentioned that because she and I both uh, want to do, like we both uh, basically hate commuting and want to do something that doesn't require us to be in an office every day. So <laughs> that's another reason why we, why we're doing this. Cause we just do it from home and you know, we don't have to be in an office. I mean, they're kind of like some dreams of possibly having like an office space one day, but, uh, right now, yeah, we're just doing it all remotely. So, yeah. So your base, my understanding is you have a client base, you're building up websites. How many like web pages have you guys done well like i said uh, just the one so far but we just started like uh uh 
I can't remember when we started doing this. It was just, I mean, like literally we started working on this. I don't even know if it was a month ago. It might've made like two or three weeks ago. So this is, I mean, this is a brand new thing, but that's why I say the fact that we already have one client is, is a pretty good sign. Cause I think there's a lot of people who need it. And, and the thing about it is too, I mean, it's, we're, we're trying to create value. I mean, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Cause there's a lot of people, there's a lot of websites out there that are not very good and don't, don't do their business justice. And so that's, that's what we're trying to do. Create websites that actually help them get more customers and help their potential customers understand what it is they do and help them sell their products better. So that's really what it is. It's, it's a value add and that's kind of the angle we're, we're, we're approaching it from. So, yeah. Well, this is probably a good time, probably the best time in history to be doing what you're doing. So I wish you all the success in the world with it. And, uh, well, it, yeah, I mean, it, oh, thank you. Um, I was gonna say it, it is a good time, although I will say it's, it's good and bad because, uh, <laughs> we were going to a lot of, uh, networking events to try to meet, just plant seeds as they say, you know, not necessarily get business, but kind of just like hand out business cards, you know, cause there's, there's a ton of them, uh, you know, local networking events, um, but we are not going to those currently. So uh, it's it's harder to to meet uh, people that way. But but yeah, I mean, obviously there's a lot of people working from home and stuff like that. So, so that's, in a way, it's good, yeah. Well, you've been holding that mic for an awfully long time. I see you switching it up more and more. So I, <laughs> just which hands you're holding it with. So I'll try yeah. to get down to the end here and... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, no worries, no worries. <laughs> you're you're a trooper. Um, so if anybody wants to uh, work with you, uh, whether it's uh, frugal fellow writing, I know that you promoted uh, helping people with. Uh, I believe they're writing at one point, and uh, you can clarify that. I see all this stuff and. It depends on who it is. If you got, you may not feel like it, but I'm like, man, this guy's got a lot going on. So oh, I do, I do, I do have a lot. But you know, um, yeah, I mean, people can contact through, uh, me through my website. You know, thefrugalfellow.com. I have my email on there and everything. I have a contact form and stuff. So um, I, I'm not focusing too much on the. I mean, if somebody certainly, if somebody wanted to contact me, they could. Uh, but I am focusing. I, I am putting more focus on the the web design um, right now. And our website is um, vizbiz.com. Um, our company is Viz, so V-I-Z-Z-B-I-Z.com. Uh, obviously, we have a contact form on there. So, so yeah, if somebody wants to get us get in touch with us uh, for the web design, that's how to do it. <laughs> and then, obviously, if they want to read your awesome work, they can head to thefrugalfellow.com. And can they find you on uh, Twitter as well? Of course they can. <laughs> Um, yep. So, uh, my, my Twitter handle is the fellow frugal at the fellow frugal because, uh, at the frugal fellow was already taken. Uh, but I'm just rolling with what I have. So at the fellow frugal on Twitter, uh, I am also on Pinterest, which it's the frugal fellow on Pinterest. I'm, I'm starting to get back into that a little bit cause I have a little bit more time. Um, it can be a little bit of a, it can be a bit of a time, time, uh, time consuming, I should say, but, but yeah, the fellow frugal, on Twitter and uh, the frugal fellow on Pinterest. All right. And uh, before uh, I let you go, if you had to give any advice to anybody who wants to follow a similar path as you have, 
especially the very unique one that you've chosen, what advice would you give? Um, I would say, well, there's, uh, I would say there's really probably two things. Um, if you can have like a decent amount of savings before you kind of jump into anything, that's always a good idea. Like at least a year. I didn't even have that, but again, my situation was a little bit, you know, messy, I should say. But yeah, I mean, if you can have at least a year worth of savings, and normally people recommend like six to eight months, but if you're striking out on your own, I think uh, having a little bit more savings is, is a great idea. So at least a year. And uh, then the other thing is a bit of a cliche, which is, you know, just, just uh, don't, don't like think about it too much. If, if you know that you want to get out there and do your own thing, just do it. I mean, you can't just sit around and wait. If you know that you want to do something different, you just have to pull the trigger. But after you have those savings, I should say. So, <laughs> yeah. And I would say even start with the roots of what you want to accomplish while you're still, if you are in a corporate job, like yeah. I've been, I, I started with just, so let me put it, I know I've talked about it a little bit in past episodes, but I started with just an idea. I wanted to write my book and I thought, well, maybe I'll turn that into a blog. And so I've gone from just that idea, which has evolved. And then I did my own personal blog and have done so much trial and error with talking on camera and trying this that, and the other thing and now doing a podcast and feel super comfortable talking on camera, which I never thought I, I would ever do. So even though I'm still working a normal job, it's good to start while you're still doing that and learn like the best day to start is today as far as I'm concerned. Yep, definitely. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to let you off the hook with holding that microphone. And uh, thanks for uh, being on Mark My Words. I know we had a little bit of a rope bump uh, as far as just getting this going, but uh, it it was awesome. It was great to finally talk to you off of twitter (laughs) yeah uh yeah like i said thanks for having me i really really uh, it was really good so awesome well uh this was bob hegley he's the frugal fellow go check him out he's got a lot of wisdom and i'm mark schmidt thanks for uh tuning in i'll be back with another episode soon